it's lights out, and away we go. Welcome to an American's Guide to Formula One. Now let's start the show. Let's start the show indeed, and let's get the elephant out of the room right away. I'm Andy Lewis, and I'm joined in person by Papa T. Sauce. Use a spice of ketchup. And we'll just get the elephant out of the room. Yes, we've been away for a little bit, and it's been awful to wait to do this and get it out to you guys. But I also had the realization that if you're listening to this podcast, thank you, first of all. Don't say it enough. But you're probably not coming here for breaking current events in Formula One. We're not breaking any stories. We're just a dad and a kid talking about Formula One. And I hope you're here to listen to us and what we have to say. Um, And if you are, thank you so much. And I do apologize for the delay. And I'm sure we all know who is the world champion. And we know in what way it happened. And we're going to get into it. But we're going to go chronologically here. And we're going to start with the absolute craziness of and probably one of the best grand prix of the year the saudi arabia grand prix what what's your initial just reaction to that race pops it was very very groovy man was it ever (laughs) i mean groovy and gnarly and scary and crazy Mm. so let's just jump right into it we had well we got to start at qualifying because Man, was that just an awesome shootout. And then you really just saw you you saw two of the best drivers of all time putting it to each other. And we saw Max break under pressure. Not for the first time, but in a very significant way, break under pressure on that final quality lap. You remember? I know it's been forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to leave you hanging there, yeah. bro, but... I don't remember that much, oh. but I do know the order. He was, well, he was flying. He was two, three tenths up midway through the lap. First two sectors, he had two tenths on Hamilton. Okay. And then and then in that final sector, on the second to last, the last turn before the long straight before the last turn, he bend it, hit into the wall, broke yeah, the car. broke it. Stop, but he, I mean, he didn't, it's its one of those things. It's the same way he's, we'll get into this on the race, is that he has no off switch. He has True. no dial back. He has no preservation mode. It's just attack, pass, go faster, attack, pass, go faster. And mm. it, co- it really cost him the pole. Well, yeah, no doubt. I, how, you kind of wonder, do they have that sense of, okay, I'm too tense up if I just... Lift the throttle here a little bit. I'll make sure I get this corner and I'll still be on pole. I mean, I think that's what our rational brains think. But I also couldn't get back into a car after I bend it at 180. Yeah. And and be expected to do it the same faster, just dial it back because that was, you found the edge there. You know, like, yeah. I, because they do have the times right there on their dash. They, I mean, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that's just crazy is that they know what they're doing at that level, at that speed. You know, yeah. or maybe they don't, and maybe that's why Max ended up in the wall and not on pole position. Because mm-hmm. you only need to win by a thousandth. Yeah. Yeah. If you're two tenths up, you think you'd you wouldn't want to biff it, but yeah. So okay, so Lewis starts on pole, Botas behind. What or no? 
It wasn't one two, was it? One two? Yeah. Hamilton and then Bodos. And then Verstappen. So it did and cost Verstappen. him that second yeah. second place. Yeah. Even two. Um and then the great start by both Hamilton and Botas. They do way better than they did in Mexico mm-hmm. and let didn't let him just trounce right around the outside. Yeah. But there was uh it, we didn't take long to get what many people were very concerned about, and I can see why, but um, Schumacher puts it into the wall. Yeah, that. Uh, well, that was where they were wrecking a lot yeah. during quality. Yeah, science went off there too. Yeah, that turned 21 and 22 complex, they call it. And um, so, yeah, it, it, it reached up and bit. Schumacher in lap ten just lost the rear end. That that rear end yeah. on that Haas has been awful all year round. That's but, I mean, it's been very snappy. Yep. Um, but the, I think the very interesting thing is, so we get a safety car immediately because it's it's bad. It's a bad crash. Yeah. Um. And uh, so Hamilton, inter- like, come, comes into pit from the lead. Yeah. Sacrifices track position. Which, why? Well, Bottas came in too, didn't they? They double him. Yeah. Stacked them? Did they stack them? So. Stacked them jet. And then, but Max stayed out. Max stayed out for track position, and then it, it, and then I think this is what caught a lot of people off guard. I remember being caught off guard by it, but they red flagged the, yeah. the race. I guess it had cracked one of the barriers. Yeah, the, that's the what they call it safer barrier. Yeah, it, it's basically like. Absorbs a lot of the yeah, energy. You guys probably remember it. They showed it in slow mo, or well, I don't know if it was that that particular crash, but they show it in action where it's these, it's like three levels of plastic barrier, like on you see on the highway, divide a highway. But yeah, not made out of concrete, and then they're the, each row is separated by a foam pad, like every ten feet or something, and and it just really absorbs a lot, but it was broken in the rules. I think, I mean, it just comes down to a safety thing. They right. have to replace it. Yeah, because if the safer barrier is... But we've seen way worse crashes than that, <laughs> not needing a red flag. Yeah. But anyways, that plays into Max's hands brilliantly, because oh. as we know, what can you do under a red flag event is work on the car, as long yeah. as it's part for part. Yep. So tire that counts in tires. And, and I think this, I think... Norris got really caught out by this, um, and he raised a bit of concern about it after the race, and I think it got a lot of people talking because I think when it's so close and it's like, okay, well, that just gave Max a huge advantage. Oh, yeah, totally. But, I mean, uh, Imola, at the beginning of the year, the same thing happened to Hamilton, and it seriously benefited him by not being a lap down after he went into the gravel and then ran into the wall and then had to reverse. Remember that? He was like, he was like 30 seconds down. And mm. then, and then Russell and Botas binned it and it red flagged the thing. And he got to get all the way back and unlap himself and get a new wing and yeah. get new tires. Right. Uh, and it cost, it gave him the podium then. And so it's like, I mean, it is, it is the same advantage for everyone. It's just an, one of those advantages that you don't know when you're going to get or if you're going to get. Yeah, I, it's the luck factor because hey. it does happen, and 
What do you think? Do you think do you think under a red flag you should be able to work on the car? Well, it it it, it, it I'm lost. What do you mean you're lost? I can't hear myself. Am I I can hear you. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, sorry about that. I went deaf. But yeah, I think everybody it, everybody plays by the same rules. And so But do you think it gives a, a the, I mean, it, it has the potential to give somebody an unfair advantage and catch people very off guard or very out. Or is it just luck? I'm just asking you. Do you think they I mean, should be able to? What work? if what if Hamilton and Botas were right at pit entrance when they called the red flag? They would have. They wouldn't have gone in. They wouldn't have gotten their tires changed. Wouldn't have come back out under the red flag. I feel like you're dodging my question. Do you think they should be able to work under cars under red flag situation? Yeah. I agree. Because it's, I mean, it's part of the racing. It's been, I don't know, it's been like that for a long time, yeah. I'm sure. It's not like they're saying only the cars in the front, front, top five can do it or right. something like that. It's, right. it's anybody, as long mm-hmm. as you can get in your car. And, and if you if you safety car pitted, tough shit. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. You can't predict the future. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's the same as saying like, oh, well, it rains, so we better, that doesn't count, you know. Well, it rained on everybody. It red oh, flagged yeah. on everybody, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same whether or not it just isn't. It is unfortunate. I get why some people are raising the concern, but I think it's it's the same advantage to everybody. It's just yeah. and there's there are limits. I don't know if they can do any kind of computer work or software stuff. I don't. I don't I, think you're allowed to do any of I that. I think it's no. just part. Fixed. They can't even change engine modes okay. anymore. Yeah. So. Between qualifying and yeah, like um, okay, so they red flag the event, which gives us a a restart, a, a red a safety car restart, and we get an amazing controversy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, go ahead, take it away, Dad. Well, so that they had gotten through. Well, on the restart, Hamilton uh, jumps him clearly. Ahead, uh, almost a full car length ahead. Yeah, and then Max just dive bombs the outside, doesn't break, forces um, Hamilton mm-hmm. to evade. Right. Well, we're stopping, off, but they both went off track. Yeah, yeah, and then um, and then uh, did they're stopping wreck Perez and Russell? No, 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 uh, Leclerc. So they go around the corner. It backs everybody up. Leclerc clips Perez. Right. Um. And then. Does Mazepam? And then it, because it's that tight city circuit, yeah. they it's that blind corner that all the drivers were warning about, yeah. and they're all slowing down and backing up because there's a spin and a crash, and yeah. Mazepam just kaplowies into the back yeah. of uh, Perez. Yeah, he knocked Perez out of the No, way. that was Leclerc. Leclerc hit Perez. Mazepin hit. It was a Williams. It was either Latifi or Russell. I don't I can't know. It was remember. a big crash. It was a, he demolished him, well, right? Russell was involved in it, too, I know. Yeah, so he, I think he ran into the back of Russell. But Ocon breaks through. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Ocon gets on the, is somewhere up there because of the restart. No, he goes or, to first. Yeah. But I'm saying when Matt, he was right behind 
uh, uh, Lewis. And then when Max comes up, it, he backs him up into Ocon, and Ocon and Hamilton actually touch. Yeah. But then... Right? Or are we getting this out of order? I know that... I know that both Verstappen and Lewis went off track, and Ocon stayed on track and broke through. Yeah. And he he was the leader of the race. Yes. And then point. under this safety car... That is, yes, this is right. Another red flag incident happens yep. because of the big carnage. Yep. And then this is where we get the the big drama talking points again of, well, Max left the track and came back and gained an advantage. And you have, this is where it's been really awesome, but I think enlightening where we have, you get the FIA and team chatter where yeah. you can hear, you hear Horner and it's it's really weird that Massey's going, okay, well, here's the offer. Yeah. Max gives back the position or refer to the stewards. Right. And it's like, is this always happening? Are you guys always just talking like this? Yeah. And we just haven't ever heard it before? Right. Or is this like something that's going on? But it was very, I remember everybody freaking out and making a big deal about this is the offer. And I think they made it like, oh, we shouldn't be bargaining with with teams, that there should be rules and stuff. But I think... All Massey was saying is it I think and I think this happens and we just don't hear it because you always hear like somebody leaves the track and gains an advantage and the, and you hear the team go, Hey, give give the position back. And I think that's all that Massey was saying was, Are you gonna give the are you gonna do the right thing on this or am I gonna have to refer to the stewards? Yeah. Is Max gonna yield the position? But it was like but then there's the Ocon being in there that's throwing a wrench in the whole thing, and they're like, okay, so what? what's the order going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be Max? Because it was it, when they red flagged, it was Max, Ocon, Hamilton. And then they're saying, well, Max gained an unfair advantage, so that means he has to go back behind Lewis, but Ocon gained the position on Lewis fair and square. Yeah. He, there was nothing wrong about that. And so actually Ocon inherits the lead of the race at the start of the race. Right. Or at the restart after the red flag. Right. But it was Ho agreed upon. Horner does the right... Well, I think they knew they had to. They had, well, yeah. they had no leg well, to stand on. Well, it goes to the stewards. They could have issued time penalty. Yeah. Or stop and go. So you know. this brings us to a, a thing we'll talk about again and again. Okay, so we'll just break this down. Max just being balls to the wall. I feel like we've talked about this, but it's just like... I feel like this race in particular... Hamilton's like that guy's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> like there's like, like, and there was very. I distinctly remember, you know, like Max was saying, I, "We lost a lot. Of, I lost a lot of respect for Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes at this race." And mm. and oh, everybody was saying the same thing. And everybody was playing and fighting dirty. I mean, we're halfway done. We haven't even touched on the big drama yet. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, okay. Do you, I feel like I feel like that situation basically resolved itself in a, in an accordant way. Do you agree? Yeah. I thought people were making a big deal about yeah. the whole like do you accept the deal like like I think they were just reading into it. I think all Massey was saying is do you guys want to do this right thing or do you want me to give to the stewards? I don't care. Yeah. I'm trying to run a race. Yeah. What do you think? No, I think that that you're exactly right. And then Horner knew that he was, that the stewards could be a bit more penalizing than disagreement. 
than this agreement with Michael Massey. Yeah, and, and I think I think they were making it like it made it sound like this is a deal, like it's a but it's negotiation like yeah, but it, a, but it was like this is the deal. This is what's going to happen. You're either going to do this or we're going to investigate it. Yeah. Um. So we see Ocon leading the race at the next red the the next restart. So we're getting our money's worth. This is the third restart of the game yeah. of the race. Yep. And that what what happens on this one? Do you remember now? Oh yeah, it was that inside move that Max pulls that from third from third in the last fifty meters? Maybe yeah. I don't even know if he braked. I genuinely well, I heard somebody. I, I was listening to a commentary on that move, particular move. Uh huh. Any and they one of I can't remember who it was. It was some um, YouTube thing, but Max has developed or discovered this thing that works with the Red Bull that he comes down the outside, breaks late, and then immediately takes a diagonal route across the apex yeah. of the corner. And although it takes more time, it's less distance. Mm. And so um, that's how it was explained. And But that's what he did. He's out the outside, and then he just like somehow gets the car diagonal and just cuts across the apex and, you know. Freaks Ocon out. Ocon yeah, fails. Yeah, Ocon yeah. goes way ahead, yeah. way ahead and, and actually comes back onto the track in front of Hamilton. Hamilton loses out big. He yeah. goes from second to third. Right. Hamilton. He was or, pinched. He, he had, and he had nothing to yeah. do. And again, it's, call it brilliant, call it brave, call it crazy. But if he can, I think there's, we, this is where, the FAA needs to come, and we'll talk about this more when we get to the final race. Believe me, we will. But we need to see the FIA have rules and follow those rules. And they need to have a meeting with the drivers, and they say this is acceptable behavior when it comes to taking or defending on a corner. And if you overstep this line, it needs to be the same as track limits. If you overstep these guidelines, penalty. Right. Well, but when they when you looked at that that whole sequence of events with the restart, did you really see something that looked all that bad? No, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't think awesome on. Racing. I don't think on that one. Yeah. I think, but it, but oftentimes it's 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 not every time that Max keeps it on the road. No, oh, no. And yeah. we, I mean, you saw it in the beginning on the on the f- second restart, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying is it's it's one thing. To be brave and gutsy and not cause an accident, but I think too often Max is saying, "I'm doing this, and I'm leaving it up to you to make the decision whether or not we are going to have an accident." And in in some of his in some of the events over the the course of this year, that's worked very well for him, and in other times, it's bit him in the ass. Yeah, um, but it's been inconsistent. You know, That's he, the thing. He's he's exceeding track limits when he makes a move and nothing's done. You know, it's like, um, I mean, either there are track limits or there isn't. And there, you know, people break that all the time, and unless they really clamp down on it, the drivers are going to continue to push it well, and, and, and lead to perhaps dangerous moves because they know they can push it. If they know they, if they get off track, they're going to have to yield the position back and or if they cause more 
detriment to other competitors, they could get, um, you know, time penalties, stop and goes, point but, penalties, and, yeah, super and, license penalties. Yeah. So, um, will it come to that? I don't know. I don't know. And I also, I don't want to see penalty, 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 babysit, babysit, yeah. Formula One. I want to see moves like that. I genuinely do. I think yeah. it makes for. It's it's what I it's what I watch Formula One for, right. but it's when it's like, I don't I don't want to see it be crash or no crash. Basically, we're playing crash or no crash. Yeah. And if if somebody if one driver has the sense to bail out, be, let's say for example, you've seen Perez and Hamilton go wheel to wheel. You've seen Alonso and Hamilton go wheel to wheel. You've seen yeah. you know like you, there's a yeah. lot of other examples Whole where it's, it's great tight. Yeah. competitive racing Fair. but you never at one point feel like oh this that was is over the limit there <laughs> this and every time max and lewis get close to each other i'm like you yeah. know i'm just like i'm like clenching and holding my breath because i know that it's just is lewis gonna decide to move this time yeah. or not is he gonna decide to be cool and because it, it, it seems like it's always lewis that's having to make those moves well, I, or make those pullbacks or he's those, just a more mature professional and and I'm and he knows what's at stake. He knows that Max will crash him. And yeah. one or both are going to have a problem. I think they really did start having a problem. This was yeah. like the the crescendo of that. Yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, it's a fifty lap race, and this is going on at lap what seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. And um, come on. You know? So let's get back and, to and it because like, we have more to go. Yeah. We're not even okay. So, like you said, we're at lap fifteen, sixteen. The next big thing happens. What lap twenty? Oh, we're um, who wrecked? I know that. I know that uh, when it's all after that. Well, no. So that, Max gets ahead. Lewis gets ahead of of Ocon. Yeah, and it's it's chase him down. Now. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he had the pace advantage he in raw pace, and then they're both on similar tires now. So he still has that pace advantage, and he is coming at them. And this was another one of those examples where you see just how far and away in another league these two guys are mm-hmm. because they just put distance between him and Ocon and, Bar- and Botas and yeah. everybody. They're just seconds down the road. Well, it's not a surprise that... Ocon was not going to be, I mean, he was going to be passed rather quickly. Sure. Just based on the way the performances was. Sure. But Botas? Yeah. You know, but it's it's the other Mercedes. And and it's, there's been times where they've dropped Perez too, you know, when Perez isn't out of the race, but, um, they, they put distance on and it comes to a point where Lewis is just, you just see, we saw it at Brazil, you see it and all of a sudden they're going, Bye, Maxie boy. Here yeah. comes Louie. It's hammer time, man. <laughs> and I just, he's going to pass, going to pass, going to pass. And they're like, I remember Crofty going, it's going to happen now. It's going to happen now. <laughs> and he, and he, because he's got that slipstream going down the main straight and he goes to the outside. Mm. And what happens? I'm like, here comes the crash. And yeah. sure enough, contact, a little bit of contact. And Max goes, Lewis goes to the inside. Max goes around the outside, takes leaves the track comes back on and is still in first place yeah yeah by a quite a bit a larger lead than when 
definitely then, then when they're going into the corner then being passed yeah. by the slipstream right and so everybody's like okay we got to give the disposition it's got to go back right like we're and there's this confusion and there's radio and and all of a sudden we're coming down the back straight and and Max Verstappen is slowing down and acting weird and then all of a sudden well that yeah that was the the lap the next lap wasn't it where where that uh Verstappen was going to cuz at least my notes I've got lap 36 is where they touched in um turn 1 and 2 they both bail and then it goes under investigation yeah and then not only was Verstappen instructed to yield the position back to Lewis, he also got a five-second penalty. We're not there yet. Because what happens? He's instructed to give the position back, but Hamilton doesn't know that. Max is going to stop. He's trying to, to get Hamilton to get out from behind him in DRS detection zone before they go through oh, the DRS yeah, detection yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. And then he slams on the brakes, and Lewis plows into the back of him. Well, taking, I wouldn't say wouldn't necessarily say it was a plow. Well, Lewis, it, it, Lewis made the contact, move. broken wing Lewis contact. Lewis made the move to avoid the plow, but then he clipped off. And he his, goes, he brake checked me, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but in the other weird thing was, is the second the contact happened, Max took off like a freaking bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. Like a zip. He's just gone. Like a UFO was out of here. Like, I tried. Oh, I tried to give him the position, and he just drove right into me. Yeah. Like, what the heck, man? And I get that there's, like, it, it, it did seem, like, very odd. But it's but even if you go back to the team radio when Horner's, Horner's instructing Max to yield the position, he goes, do it sensibly. Like, wink, wink. Like, yeah. we all don't know what you're talking about. And... He wanted to to give the position back before entering that DRS the zone, so he's within a second of Lewis. So he gets DRS and the and, slipstream, mm-hmm, and yeah. just takes the position right back from him. Right, I get it. But what we now had the hindsight of knowing, because we saw what we saw the stewards investigate the collision after the race, and Max did get a five or ten five second penalty. Yeah. Uh, on top of the other five-second penalty for erratic and un, erratic driving, I think is what they said. Yeah. And he did get two points on his super license for that because he had an over 2G deceleration right before Lewis ran into the yeah, back of him. So right. he did literally brake check him in a Formula One car. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, and that... That seems reasonable. I remember reading the comments, though, before we saw the stewards' reaction, and it was all Max. I was reading comments on the F1 uh, Instagram, and it was like, oh, don't know when, Owen, we're not, like, you're not a racing driver because you should have just driven around him, and instead you drove right into the back of him, and, and, like, it was all just tearing down Lewis, and then all of a sudden the stewards ruled that it was, and the, the evidence just shows that Max just straight up slammed on the brakes. Yeah. And got him to run into him. And I wish I could remember the guy. I watched a YouTube on the technical analysis of that move. And they have all these graphs. Oh, uh, yeah. Of, you know, G sensors and brake pedal sensors and all that. And it was, it was 
incredible the information you get you garner from that. But they didn't. But they somehow still can't get him for turn four at Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> I can't can't mm. hear the steering input. Yeah, in <laughs> was it? I wonder if we're gonna find that out in yeah. uh, season four of Drive to Survive, having yeah. <laughs> <to> Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Um. Okay. So let's let's get into this. Penalty totally deserved, but um, and then they go back racing. And Max yields to position, even though he already has a five-second penalty and Horner was going. Uh, oh, well, let's talk about... Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to talk about, again, this very interesting uh, snippet of radio between the uh, FIA and the teams, where they're like, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And apparently what had happened was... Um, they instructed Max to yield the position back, and he was doing so, but before they had let Hamilton know that Max was yielding the position back. Yeah. But I, I think he knew what he was doing because there's a reason why Max – there is a reason why Lewis didn't just drive straight around him. I mean, Max, like, when would he ever have just – when there's a slower Max for stopping, not past him. I mean, I think he knew, but they were like – well, I hadn't told him yet. We were telling you as it was happening. What do you think? You mean, let me get, you're talking about Wolf telling um, Lewis that he's going to get the position back? Well, so I was saying M- Massey instructed, I don't I don't know who they, I forget the names of the people because they have, it's a certain person's job. It's not Toto. Usually it's somebody right. else. But they have a, a designated person who who makes calls to the FIA, and they they were trying to figure out basically why Lewis ran into the back. This was bef- all before we knew that Max really did brake check him. Yeah, and it was that whole debate of, well, you told us, we told Max, Max did it before you. We we as Mercedes knew that we were about to yield that position, and and our driver was confused as to why. He was going slow, and yeah. But I again, like I said, I don't really think it, they they played it really dumb. Uh, Brundle said it too. He's like, this was a really dirty race. Like everybody was playing this dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were playing like, oh, this was all Max. But it's all it's it's both of them because Lewis knew he didn't want to. If he was yielding that position, he, or or Max was yielding the position to him to avoid a penalty. He knew that he was going to do it there in the DRS zone to get the DRS. Yeah. And I think he, and that's why Lewis wasn't going to let him, wasn't just wasn't going to go past him. But Max slowed down so much that he had to. Mm-hmm. And then, then brake checked him. And that's right. what, what I think happened. Do you, do you have yeah. a differing opinion? Or? No, no. I think that, um, I mean, it was a real sly move. Makes sense that you would want. <laughs> To when you get to the DRS uh, identification, what do they call it? DRS detection zone. Detection zone, and um, and be a little behind, and then you're within the one second, and then you can again you have advantage of DRS and slipscreen. I mean, it gets it makes sense, but that was just too reckless. I agree. And, I mean, and um, it, it really could have ruined. I remember Lewis going, "That's my wing. It's broken." And yeah. his engineer, uh, Bono, was yeah. was going, "Actually, it doesn't look too bad." I mean, 
He was yeah. still setting fast laps fastest laps with well, a broken yeah. leg. Maybe but, they should knock the end yeah. blade off that thing yeah. more often. Well, and then the other thing was is Lewis must have hit Max's rear tire. Oh, did Yeah, oh, yeah. So what if that would have cut? I mean, it was dumb tire. for him, too. Yeah, what yeah. if he would have gotten a rear puncture? I mean, uh, super risky, but it falls on Max <laughs> as the orchestrator of that. And um, well, what what a race that been, huh? Well, what a race. I mean, okay, so then we, we obviously have the it play out where Max is chasing. Yeah. He yields the position again, even though, but but by the time he actually decides to yield the position, the stewards already ruled that he gained an unfair advantage by leaving the track, and they award him a five-second penalty. And they, two. Well, no, that's just the first one. Okay. That's the one that I was saying you got ahead of. That was for okay. that first incident where he leaves the track. Oh, okay. And then he he tried to yield the position back to to avoid getting a five-second penalty. Right. But that's when he caused the collision right. with him and Lewis, mm-hmm. and it took too many laps, so the stewards just go ahead, went ahead and ruled and said five-second penalty for leaving the track and getting an unfair advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so he yields to position, and, and then we get that radio from Horner to him going, well, you didn't really need to do that. We were going to lose. Like, we got a penalty. Well, if he didn't yield, he'd get another penalty gotten another penalty and well he'd already got that's what i'm saying that's what the five second penalty that first five second penalty was for Mm -hmm. he was already getting penalized right because he didn't do it he caused like an accident instead yeah so and then later on it's like a post race he gets another five second penalty for the collision okay post race it was a post race thing okay and that that's how much time that they put between Ocon and Botas that he didn't even lose third place from a 10-second penalty, <laughs> effectively. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, but I even think it didn't really matter because by the end of the race, uh, Max was four or five seconds off the pace just from tire dig alone. Yeah. He was saying, rears are gone, and they're like, well, we can't pit you because we have these penalties, and you'll yeah. we'll lose second place. But did you understand where when... It was lap 42 is when Verstappen yielded the uh, position back to Lewis. But then it was like in a matter of seconds, he retakes the lead. Did you understand that? How did that move happen? Did you? They didn't really show much of it. It was, that, it was that DRS detection zone thing or just getting that slipstream. Yeah. Matt, Hamilton's done it. Like, it's a thing. And, oh, yeah. and, and, they, and they showed that. Like, Toto just, like, smiled at the mm-hmm. but they knew it was it, it was all futile in the end except right. and then but then lewis did push him way way wide when he did finally make the move stick yeah or ham or max was letting mm-hmm. him or whatever and mm-hmm. and that's when massey gives mercedes the warning saying tell warn your driver that's anything more like that and that's going to be black and whites but it's like Funny how they they'll say that to Lewis, but they didn't say they don't ever say that to Max for yeah. making these insane lunges up the middle or yeah. down the outside or yeah. But I, I guess I guess maybe that's the difference is Lewis was purposefully pushing him off and Max was just going all out. Yeah, so I just I don't get a lot of that stuff actually. It just it's like 
almost like the FIA and the stewards just flip a coin. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know the stewards don't. When we get on to the FIA decision, I know that. I think it's worse than not even flipping a coin. But anyways, and then we have an awesome photo finish battle coming down yeah. for third place where Ocon's just trying to hang yeah. on to that, that desperate miracle podium he gets given. Yeah. And Botas does the Botas thing where yeah. he just steals it on the last line. Last, well, right at the line. I think it was like thousands of a second. Yeah, it was right at the line. Yeah. I mean, that was exciting. And then here we are. With the most common podium ever. Yeah. Again. And, and 269.5 apiece. Yeah. Points apiece going into so the we, last race. So we end the penultimate race with Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen dead even. Yeah. I mean, you can't ride it. No. You can't ride it any well, better. And it was 0.5. Yeah, because yeah. of that dome. 269.5. All because Lewis got fastest lap, too. Yeah. So, whoa. So say what you will. I mean, we can go back and forth, and we're going to get into this because we're just going to go. We're going to dive straight into to Dubai. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Um, but I just remember, like, just gushing after that race. I called you. I, I called everybody oh, I yeah. knew. I was wanting to talk about it. I, like, couldn't believe just – how amazing it was. Yeah. And, and I mean, we, we know it more now, but, I mean, we I remember leaving that race not knowing Max got the second five-second penalty, mm-hmm. not knowing who they're going to fault the collision for, and everybody blaming Lewis, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I, I cannot remember a race that, that, that was that exciting and... Setting up. Just, yeah. Just, you, didn't you say, okay, let's go. Yeah, let's, like, let's I have to wait a week? <laughs> you have to wait a week? Yeah. It's like, oh, crap. So, yeah, and then it came. Boy, did it ever. And boy. It was, it was all, we were all set for just another great, great race where Matt, I mean, talk about qualifying being really important again. Yeah. And... This time, Max doesn't choke. No. And out-qualifies. Except at the start. When he's at the start of the race, he doesn't. And then, I mean, it was like a... It was, so, in, in turn one, we have we have uh, turn four Brazil part two, basically. Yeah, well, you know, Lewis got a phenomenal start. He just... Yeah. I mean, it was like, just... it was like a, two, a tenth and a half faster reflection or reaction time. Well, I love when they do that. They put the yeah. their reaction time to the light up on the screen. It's like NHRA, baby. I mean, everything <laughs> is measured, man. Yeah. And so Lewis goes up the inside, right? Or down the outside because he's, he's on the outside. Mm-hmm. So he's coming down with a better start. And Max just does the Max thing yeah. again. And... Barrels it down the inside, pushing Lewis. Lewis literally has to not, like, avoid hitting Max. Not just, like, gets pushed out, but actually turns left into, or turns right, right. into a left-hand turn. Yeah. To avoid the collision with yeah. Max. And this is where I disagree. Brundle at the time was calling it, because to Max's credit, kept it in the white lines. Yeah, he did. It was it was a lunge, but it it, it, 
it, he did not exceed track limits in no. any way. No. And um, Lewis has to avoid avoid the track, and then goes through the corner, and comes out ahead mm-hmm. of Max with a not a, a significantly f- more ahead. No, oh, yeah. And so there's the okay. Well, now Lewis left the track and gained an unfair advantage, and that position needs to be yielded back to yeah. us. Lewis was a mile off the track. I mean, he it was talk about cutting a corner. It was it, he definitely <laughs> could have taken a shorter route. Let's say that. Yeah, back uh, to the track. Yeah, no doubt. But then there's the whole. We hear this radio transfer from Lewis to to to, to Bono, saying, "Was that enough of a, did 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 we give back the advantage?" Basically, right. And so you hear F uh, Red Bull radio going. How how is that different? How is that different than the last race? Mm-hmm. How how is that any different? And they're like, well, he's he slowed off. He slowed up to yield back the pace advantage he gained from being off track. But the only reason he was off track was because you guys put forced him to go off track. And so the analysis that I heard, and to the credit to the race, because if you don't listen to the race, you should. Um, but they were talking, and this is what they think it was, is that it comes down to the defensive and the aggressive. And so the reason why there was no penalty at Brazil was because... Well, the reason why there was no penalty for, for, for Hamilton at this race was because Hamilton was defending the corner, mm-hmm. not attacking the corner. And that in the past, in the previous, it's that, and that's the same thing that they said for Brazil turn four, was that it was a defensive move and both drivers left the track. But this was a defensive, a, 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 an avoidance of, a, of an inevitable collision based on a move of the offense. Yeah. And so they thought that because it was Max being on the offense and Lewis being on the defense and he gained some advantage but didn't lose a position, that as long as he would yield back the time advantage that he got mm-hmm. from entering into corner one or from from cutting the corner, then that was fair. But I, a lot of people were like, BS. And I agree. I was like, I would like to see the data – like and how how like that they can calculate the amount of time advantage that Lewis gained in that in that corner, and then how he calculably gave that back. I don't I don't yeah, know. I don't, it. Yeah. How do you figure that? Apparently, you they have it. the data, yeah. and because Lewis asked Bono, Bono confirmed he did, and then when Horner, mm-hmm. whoever their their guy that they talked to the FIA, said, "What the heck?" He said. Well, they 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 gave you back the advantage that they took from losing the corner, and he was only off the track because Max made him go off the track, which I agree with. Yeah, it was, a, and this is another one where I want to say, yeah, racing accident. They didn't hit. Yeah, but again, it goes back to they didn't hit because Lewis didn't hit. Yeah, because he knew he couldn't. If he would have uh, crashed, Max wins the world championship. Uncontested, he had the he had the or, well well he would have if Max would have kept going and actually under the tiebreaker rules for Formula One, it, it even if though they had the same points going into the race, Max had one more victory mm-hmm. overall 
Right. So he would have inherited the world. So you, you would go under the idea, well, if they both wrecked out and did not finish, Max would still win the race. So it was... He'd still win the world champion. He wouldn't yeah. win the race. Well, he would have won. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So uh, it's incredible that... Apparently... I that was going through, <laughs> through Hamilton's mind. Apparently, or, Mercedes brought a lawyer to the race worried that... Max would take the nuclear option because he could. Yeah. And there was, I, I remember that whole week, there was a ton of these scenarios of people talking about what if is going to happen. Um, because there was a clip several or earlier in the year where Max was on somebody's podcast and they played the Prost Senna. Yeah. And I was just thinking of that. And, and Max's response to that was if I was in that position, I might think about doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, but you are in that position now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Mercedes was so worried about it and convinced that that was a, a, a true possibility that yeah. they actually had a lawyer come to the race, <laughs> a legal represent, like a legal to be like, help. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we going to do here? Yeah. Um, little did they know. Mm. Little. So, after that, Lewis just dominates. I mean, there was you we're talking about well we oh man, we're missing a great we're missing a great storyline here too. We have to rewind mm -hmm. all the way back to qualifying where it was it was Q two and Max goes for a second hot lap and flat spots. And he didn't need to go for that lab, mm -hmm. and then flat spot. So it's another one of those error things. Comes in for softs, sets his fastest lap in Q two on softs. Every the, even though everybody wants to be on mediums for the race, right? So he is starting. So when he did start on softs, and that, um, so he had a tire advantage, but disadvantage for pace. Long race pace, but uh, starting advantage. So when we saw Lewis beat him on the start, yeah, and then be ahead, and then watch him just put, I think it was it was four seconds, yeah, by the end of the um, the tire first tire stint, and, and Max had no answer to pace on a tire which he should have had an answer to pace on, if any, right? I mean, he knew he wasn't going to go as long as Lewis, but. He had the he had a faster tire, yeah, and he couldn't he couldn't catch him yeah. with the faster so it, tire. The strategy had to change. I just want to I want to concretely put that into perspective yeah. here. Is that Red Bull did not have an answer to that that new engine Mercedes, yep, and that car that day, no, yep, they did not have an answer for it, and Lewis controlled that. Yeah, race. with having pole and softs, it was thought that they were gonna. I was, I was ner I was really nervous. I really thought Max was going to nail the start, and I really thought he was going to just gap it. Yeah, didn't happen. And it happened the opposite of that. Yeah. And so I was, and again, I make no no surprise. I'm a Lewis fan. I was very excited. I was like, okay, yeah, this I, is this is, um, I can. I was breathing. Yeah. And then we get. 
safety car, virtual safety car one. Yep, lap 14. Um, And Max comes in and he gets his tires. And And then I got got nervous. And Hamilton gets too, I believe. Well, he... But Perez stays out. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Perez is taking over the lead and... um, And Hamilton comes out. And Max comes out after him. Yep. And we just see some of the best stinking racing of the whole year. Yeah. Where I think it's like nine seconds or something that that is diff is between Max and Hamilton. Yeah, ten, nine or ten. Nine yeah. or ten seconds. Yeah. And and Horner gets on the right hand of press and goes, Be as wide as you can. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. this is your job. That you yeah. want a seat at Red Bull. You're going to earn it now, yeah, basically. Right on. And boy, does Checo deliver. Jeez, that was awesome. I mean, it was just every every time you're like, and, he, and there he makes the move, and then no, he doesn't. Well, and, yeah, but well, Hamilton, what, what was it, lap 20 maybe? Um, Hamilton passes Perez, but Perez... Um, Retakes the lead. Yeah, in like five turns. And yeah. then whole, and he and he um, all importantly takes it going into that final sector where it's and something we didn't talk about, but this is a new Yas Marina circuit. This was the first year that they ran an edited version of the previous track. Yeah. So it's it's actually more in favor to Mercedes. It's a faster That's circuit. Yeah. And Red Bull's much better at that tight, twisty, right. which they still keep in the last sector where they go through the under the hotel yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. And so he, all importantly, gets that second pass, retakes the position back from Lewis going into that final sector, that slow sector. Right. And, it, and I remember by the time Lewis actually gets back out ahead of Perez, you can see Max coming around the corner. Oh yeah, and and Max says it on the radio. He goes, "Checo's a legend, Le- man." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then, he is. Yeah, I mean he is. And then what? Who was the the guy came back? The pit person came back. Who is it? Can't remember. But he says, called him. Some, yeah, he's a he's an animal. Yeah. Well, because it was really phenomenal. It was. Um, I mean, that was. But that 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 again highlights the difference between. Uh, how many how, how would Max and Lewis be able to do that for two laps and corner after corner and tired but to tire I just don't I don't see them having that same respect yeah. and trust that they know where the other person's going to be and know what the other person's going to do I think Max is just this is everything is mine well you know just like, and I will take it yeah well and then this um it's it just seems like everything in formula 1 is a tactic for it. Yeah. And for Checo, for Perez to stay as wide as he could, there was a, a technique that's, um, you know, again, another YouTube explanation of how this, um, you know, how did Perez stay ahead of Hamilton and, um, you know, give Max a chance to catch up by slowing the two cars down. Yeah. And it says, it says, um, the, the tactic is to go slower into the slower turns, the tighter turns, which is red, where Red Bull exce- excels yeah. and gets their traction down better. And 
And then you take the apex even slower mm. because there's not enough time or distance for the trailing car to get out and make the move around. And because, I mean, Red Bull hooks up to the track better because of their arrow. And that's how, that was the strategy for playing the blocking team game. And it makes t total sense. And I mean, everything is calculated. Everything well, I think, I think other race was saying that there were certain turns where Checo was taking two seconds a turn mm -hmm. out of that, that gap between Max yeah. and, and Lewis. Yep. That's insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about where they can calculate safely tenths where people are losing tenths of seconds. And Checo's helping Max by taking two seconds off of a turn for him. Yeah. That's insane. That's well, cool that you that they analyze. We need to find out who that was and give them credit for that. Yeah, yeah. I someone I've on got YouTube. It. Actually, I've got no. It. Well, you can look it up. No, I mean it might be dialed up here. Okay, so um, so Max does, Checo does a phenomenal job, and Max is right on the back of Hamilton again, and um, going for it. And then, do you know what happens? Well, the um. Everything in your notes there, remember? Well, you know, Ham Hamilton, you know, is in the lead, um, gets past Perez, um, and Max is on his tail. But, but Perez probably was calculating because Perez gave Max not only DRS but also the slipstream to Verstappen to further gain in his position behind Lewis. And this is where you see the genius of Lewis, and because he's still on those same hards that he took under that VSE. Yeah, like 50, 50 laps type thing. Well, and then and then we're on what lap? Well, then um, on lap fifty four, Latifi crashes. Well, but doesn't doesn't so Hamilton well, or yeah. Max Max is Max biffs his tires. He doesn't bring bed him in correctly, right? And then pits again. When the safety car came out for Latifi's wreck. Yeah, but it was but it was before that though, wasn't it? No. That's when Oh. That's when Verstappen came in and got the softs. Because that was on lap fifty four. Yeah, but I feel like no, 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 no. He pitted again under the safety car. He pitted because there they still didn't have an answer for Hamilton's pace. Eat with hit after the pit that and Perez backed him up. He he puts Hamilton was able to keep him right at one point two seconds for for long enough that Max chewed through his tires and he pits. And I remember this distinctly because Hamilton's like, okay, he's he's pitting again for softs, right? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, what what kind of deltas do I need? What does he need to get to me? And he's like, he needs eight tenths of a because he had like thirteen laps left. This is long before Latifi's crash. And he need, and they're like, he needs eight-tenths of a second per lap to catch you. And so, and then I get nervous. And, and we start to see sector times come in, and we're like, uh-oh. But then it kind of all falls apart again. And... Yeah, because I think... And he starts, it's only, there was like two laps where he was putting those eight-tenths in, and then it went down to like three, and then two, and then... Yeah, I think you're right. And my notes are not sequenced right. I think it's like 
lap nine or ten nine or ten laps left is when Max uh, yeah, came in and got yeah. the softs. And he needed to do eight tenths a second right. per lap. However, and he's not gonna do it. And then I remember they they have that radio call there because Horner was actually still on that like where they do the whole well, let's talk to the team principal thing. And they're like, Well, it's not looking good for you, right? And he's like, Oh yeah, well we need a miracle. Yeah. Or like we've thrown everything we have at it. Right. And right then <laughs> Lap fifty four. Fifty four. Ham uh Latifi. Latifi is battling none other than Could it be Checo Perez? No. Could it be one Mick Schumacher? The two slowest cars <laughs> on the pad are on the grid are battling so fiercely <laughs> that Latifi bends it into the wall. Yeah. And and what do we get? Safety, Safety car. car. And so what does Max do? Pits for new softs. And then we have the fuck up of all fuck ups of the whole season. Yeah. And this is what we've all been waiting to talk about on this podcast and I've talked about it and I just I just can't it, it's just baffling but we have a safety car and I get not they really don't want to finish the tightest season of the of the last decade under a safety car and man how pissed would you have been if it finished under a safety car I would have been pissed but I'm more pissed, pissed at the it, way yeah and so we're under a safety car and we're like, okay, we're going to get one now lap. Set it up. Yeah. Because Max. Max Pitts is and he's P6. about. six. Yeah. He's, there's about five cars in front of yeah. him in between him and Lewis, but they're all lapped cars. Yeah. So in, in usual safety car rules per FIA instructions, it says that under a safety car, lapped cars may unlap themselves before the safety car is brought in. Mm -hmm. But we get an FIA announcement banner that says safety car ending this lap. Lapped cars will not be able to unlap before the race. Before the end. But before the, before the before safety car. Safety car. Because if they would have done that, there would physically or, or not been enough time, there would have been no more laps left. Right. And they would have, it would have just finished under safety. Yeah, car. it was one lap when everything got tidied up. Little more than a lap. But and, then. Well, wait a second. Oh, okay. There was no way, even though Verstappen, you know, Lewis had like 51 lap old hard tires. And Verstappen just it was got, over. It was it wasn't fifty, but it was forty or more. Yeah, it was, it was a, a lot. They were dead they were, tires. Yeah, they were kind of grungy, and there's just no way that Max is going to and Max pass is on five socks. Cars. Well, I mean, in one I lap, I don't know. It, five, they were all would have gotten blue flags, right? So they and they all would have moved, and that would have been. I still think he could have done it. With five cars in between I him. don't know. I sure would have liked to have seen it. I would have loved to have seen that more than loved to because see it was those five, only those five cars be let go. And then the, and then the safety car goes and Max is 
right behind. I mean, he was alongside Lewis uh, for at a lot some of, of those turns. Yeah, before the, the the restart occurred, Max was right and right alongside Lewis, half car. And line. let me let me dispel some of the the the, the absolute asinine rumors that are, are things that I've heard were online and stuff where it wasn't a guaranteed thing that Max was going to pass him. And I said, it was most certainly was because between the hard compound and soft compound tires, if they're both brand new yeah, is a second a lap. Yeah. Easy. And so if one is brand spanking new softs and one are 40 plus 40 plus laps old, Hard tires, we're talking seconds a lap advantage that Max has in a better handling car. Who cares if Lewis has power? He can't put it all down. Mm-hmm. His tires are yep. snookered. And he and also, I don't want to hear, well, he should have pitted under the safety car. He couldn't have. You're not going to pit from the lead of the race. For all you know, it could still finish under the safety car There could because there's only... Four laps left in the entire event. There's no way. There's three of which were th- taken up by tidying up the rack. But there's no way you would pit from first. No. There's just no way. And no. if the rules and regulations had been followed, Lewis Hamilton, eighth world title, yeah. finish under a safety car. That was the sad part. And and I get and I will actually concede this point that Max deserved to be the world champion a hundred thousand million percent. I think he deserved it more than Lewis Hamilton. If you if you weigh out the whole season, yeah. Max had more poles, more fastest laps. Max led more race laps this season than the next top ten combined. Okay. He had more poles, more fastest laps, more race wins. And led more laps than any driver. Yep. So if you look at the statistics, Max definitely deserved to win over Lewis. However, the points don't lie, and Max and Lewis were dead even going into that last race, and Max did not win that last race, in my opinion. He did not, at no point other than when the, than the FIA yeah. got involved, was right. Max going to win that race. In another little tidbit is on that last lap, that last lap 58, even though Verstappen had passed Hamley on the beginning of lap 58, in the DRS zone, I think it was the last one, Hamilton nearly overtakes uh, Verstappen in the DRS. Again, on 40-lap-year-old hard compounds, and Max is on softs. And... Well, that's the straight line speed. I don't care. It's still but remarkable. that was that was so close <sighs> that I really think that the FIA gave advantage hundred percent to, to Verstappen by letting those cars. They picked, they picked the winner. It was going to take him a sec, a couple of seconds to pass those five cars. I don't care if they were blue flagged or not. He still has to get around them safely, and he could have wrecked. You know, that's Max's way. He, he could have taken this is, try. This is what they should have done. I get wanting to not finish under a safety car, but make it fucking fair. Yeah. Red flag it immediately. You mm-hmm. see Latifi go into the wall, red flag. Then yeah. we get a standing start 
and they're both on softs. Burn, a burn to the end. Four lap shootout, even points. Yeah. Winner take the, the world championship would have been amazing. Still would have given you all your TV ratings, yeah. given you all the the what you want in this yeah. new age of entertainment Formula One. But I'm sorry, but when we're going to do stuff like that, that's taking sport out of the sport. Yeah. Yep. And that's my problem. So here we're at the beginning of the podcast. We're talking about, well, let's enforce the don't exceed track limits. You know, get involved. And then yeah. here, they're way over Well, yeah, involved. it's like, it's like it, it's certain, I think back to, to the Syrian Grand Prix and stuff where it's like nanny F1. Yeah. Where it's like you can't yeah. do, you can't have wheel-to-wheel racing without getting a Don't penalty. fart sideways. Yeah. Yeah. But then we have this, well, let's just give brand spanking new softs to the guy so we see him win. Because we're tired of seeing Lewis win. And Well, you know, and I wonder, did that even, what you just brought up about red flag immediately, a minimum of three laps. Lewis gets fresh softs, and they go talk about talk about a race. Would it end, and it, I think Lewis it wins. Ended in a crash? I think Lewis wins. I would have loved to seen it. Gosh, yeah. Even I would have loved to have even seen Max with five cars. Oh I yeah. Still, I, 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 but yeah. there was no as soon as and you heard Toto say no. No, Michael, not like this. No. Yeah. Well, because it, it was. It was just, hey, you just picked the winner. Yeah, really. You picked the winner. There was no way in hell Lewis was keeping Max yeah. behind him. I'm sorry. There's just no way. So, oh, baby. And, 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 and it's such an unfortunate, and, and it, it really is actually super unfortunate to Max because... Yeah. There's an asterisk next there's to it a, there's now. There's a cloud over this. And, you know, God, and he doesn't deserve it. No. I don't really like the guy, but you cannot argue with the stats of that yeah. season. Yeah. Cuz you you throw you throw that that blowout at Baku on there and he's easily 25. Yeah. He's he's easily now the thing, wins the Grand Prix. And Lewis hitting that that break magic on the same race. Yeah. Should have had 25 points on Max and should have been world champion. So I don't don't I, I do hear the whole all the Maxis fan? Mm. It's just it's just the bad luck balancing out. Yeah, and but it's not. It's no. somebody deciding. Yeah, that was to decide. balance the bad luck. And you know, out. Lewis, God, I never seen an athlete so gutted. But also, so this is the this is the thing that sets Lewis apart yeah. in my book over a lot of other people is what will to we go see and, to go and shake hands. To not throw a temper yeah. tantrum, to not, to not, I mean, to protest. Yeah, and he, went to, he went to Yaz, you know, Max's dad, and, you know, congratulated him too, you know, because, you know, Yaz was a Formula One driver, not, didn't excel, but he braced. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a, that was a beautiful moment of great grace and class on Lewis's part. And, what will 2022 bring? Well, will it bring Lewis? That's right. Is he is There's he that? some rumors that, I mean, he, okay, so he hasn't, I mean, Mercedes has officially spoken up saying that they're dropping their protest because they did launch an official protest, yeah. which, man, I think they had, they had weight. They had weight. But they also, I think, 
that if it if they really thought, I mean, because let's be honest, they're not going to overturn the world title. They're not. And Mercedes still was constructors title championships. Yeah. yeah. And they did officially drop it, but Lewis still has not publicly spoken out about it. And right. the you only, the, I mean, but this is the other thing that the race brought up in their in their talk talk on this is that there were. This is the thing that really highlights it to me is that other racing drivers didn't know what was happening. Yeah, like they, I think Ricardo said, "Well, I sh- sure glad I wasn't in, <laughs> I wasn't involved with whatever the yeah. hell happened up there." Yeah, the only one who really spoke out and said this was wrong was Russell, and I mean, mm-hmm. you got to know why he had to say that. Yeah. Well, but you know, don't you just get a sense of back in December 1942 when Yamamoto realized that they, they did not get the aircraft carriers in Pearl Harbor, and he, th- he says, I think we have simply just awakened a sleeping giant. I don't, yeah. Are we going to see the best of Lewis Hamilton in 2022 to become known as the number one best F1 driver in history with eight titles? Yeah, I don't, I don't think Lewis is going to retire. Or, I don't, uh, I, I no. mean, I, I really. He's gutted. He's, okay, he's. He, but he, he is has a not done. <laughs> would you also, I mean, okay, would you leave that be? Like I uh, get that that would be a big protest, but I mean you have you have two years of making sixty two million sixty two well, million dollars each year, well, and another potential another shot is, at that. This is the I think he wants it too. This bad. is more than money. He'd do this for free in twenty twenty two, and we just may see the most spectacular driver doing the most spectacular things. Next year, some of the most, and I mean, uh, what, what, what? I who knows what could happen? Mer- Mercedes could be I not in a I fighting can position. Hardly, March can't come soon. <laughs> really, though, I mean, if if like look at look at how well. Let's also. I I feel like this got a little bit brushed over with all of the drama of the race, but we have to talk about, A, how well Sainz did again, yeah. and how well... Um, and it was clean. And how Sainz well was Sonoda clean. did. Sonoda finished fourth. Yeah. P4. I'm going. Remember, remember in our earlier podcast for the year, we were talking about, don't you have a gut feeling about a guy named Yuki? <laughs> but I but I also heard a lot of people talking about, okay, so he just, it took him a whole year to get back to where he was at the beginning of the year. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but still it's rookie season. And it was a heck of a season to be a rookie. Yeah, in. boy. But I think that he did really good. And I mean, we have to talk about Science and Leclerc. Because how how is Leclerc still seen as the the F1, the lead driver at that team i don't know when again i can't wait for march so that's something to watch because i really do hope ferrari's got more pace i think mclaren will have more pace and i really think alpine's gonna have pace next year yeah i really that tradition is way too deep with alonzo well and alonzo is what a year alonzo had too what a great year it was awesome to see coming back from indy and you know I mean, he almost won the Indy a couple of years ago. Yeah. He was so close before his car gave up. But, um, yeah, he's a 
He's a heck of a guy. It is just unfortunate that the, the, the one of the best years, and we've just talked about this over and over and over again on this podcast, and this is the one thing that everybody didn't want to have happen, happened. happened. We were like, I just don't want this this conclusion to be something mysterious or yeah. cloudy or... And man, it couldn't have been more. Just to think a little outside the blocks. The blocks? The blocks is in the box. Do you think Lewis, with his with as much grace and um, class as he had, do you think he talked Mercedes into dropping it? He says, let's do our talking on the racetrack. That's where I want to make the difference. Mm, I think I think that they... I think, well, even right after the race, when I listened to the race podcast, they all called it. They'll launch this for... They'll launch this bid, then they'll draw it. It, it. Everybody saw it all coming a mile away, I feel like. I don't think Lewis talked people into anything. I, I think that the, it, it just, it wasn't going to happen. They weren't, I mean, the FIA made that call. They're not going to, and I think that they're not going to overturn their own call. And that was not something else that, that brought up with this, with it with this um, petition is that the FIA is solely the people who rule on F1. Yeah. Um, and so why would they go against themselves? Well, yeah. Well, hopefully. And that's the big protest that Toto is, I mean, we should have probably read that statement that he released because they're like, we will be holding them accountable. They said that they're going to, investigate this and then it's going to be looked into them and we will hold them accountable but what is that going to look like and this is one of the the questions that um the race brought up is is or was it, it might have been behind the glass or see um but they said is is race director more than a one-person job now especially with this and should teams have direct radio communication with the ref like yeah that that did look that did sound a little like and can you imagine trying to like figure out a safety thing and a whole circus of a yeah. race and then you have these two driver pit guys yelling at you yeah. in your ear and like and he mentioned that you know i can only do so much right now i'm trying to run a race yeah <laughs> and, and they're both like you do this or no yeah. don't do that you you know and it's like shouldn't there maybe there be another guy in between well, Massey and the team let's see what the fia learns and but i do think like there is a case to stand on if you they did not follow the 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 uh, regulations for restarting a race and it cost them it cost lewis a world title and yeah. i think lewis is i mean i I think a little of this, like, I may not come back thing is to just, like, really punctuate how how messed up this is yeah. and how, mu how much he thinks that is. And he didn't go to the, the trophy ceremony or the award ceremony at the end of the year oh. where they gave Max his title or the trophy. Oh, I didn't know he, that. He didn't go. He was also, I think he was also getting knighted. Um, but, and then the rumor of him not coming back, I, I mean, I can't imagine, I genuinely can't imagine the feeling, the soul-crushing feeling yeah. of literally something that you earned that day. Yeah. And like we said. He dominated. That. 
I guess it's a it's a season long thing, but it's also a that day thing. Yep. In this situation, when they were both even, sorry, Matt uh, Lewis won that race. Lewis dominated. It yeah. wasn't even close. That's correct. That's what's sad. And that's the thing that, and and I feel like they took that. It, there's been several times this year where, where they where the FI has taken stuff away from us as fans. Mm-hmm. And they and they didn't need to, and it could have been so much better. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll figure that out. But I, I I do think, and I do think there might there needs to be like the FIA can't police themselves. Hmm. Like, how is that? Like, they're, they're going to launch an investigation into this, and who's going to hold and and what? But why well, can't there be say. an independent? Yeah, we're gonna, why can't we develop an independent thing? For situations like this, where they go, well, I'm sorry, you're part of the problem. You're the reason why this needs yeah. to be investigated, so you can't investigate yourself. Do you think they realize that, you know, this is a, this is really a test of their class and integrity? It needs to. It, it, this, this kind of stuff could destroy the sport. Yeah. And I know That's they're doing I'm this to gain people, fans, but, yeah. but you can't, you, you can't, sacrifice entertainment for integrity yeah right and that's what they did they and wanted a they wanted a, a, a hollywood finish and they got it well but it would have, it's, it would have it, been a better sees through it it's manufactured i think it was probably a a bollywood finish because really to have l- not let the five back markers um re- you know get on the same lap and allowing Max to get right on um, Lewis's tail. Changed it. it w- that would have been a Hollywood finish to see, can Max navigate those five cars? Or, like you said, just red flag the should've. race immediately. You should have. Everybody gets, it, it levels it out. Lewis gets his softs. They've got three, at least three laps to shoot it out and from a standing start and let the skill... You know, the cars are basically pretty even and let the skill of the drivers decide the world championship. On a movie. That's Hollywood. Oh, well, on a Hollywood, this is undeniably Hollywood, that the son of the current record-holding Formula One title, Mick Schumacher, was battling Latifi so hard that he caused the crash that kept Lewis from breaking his dad's record. That is, oh. that's a good enough story right there. Oh, God. I too. didn't think about that, but. Whoa. That, that would be, that would be a movie. So we had Mick played a part in yeah. Saudi Arabia's drama. Yeah. And he played a part in the the Not drama of all dramas. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Like, your mind is wild, baby. Well, I to be fair, I did get that from the F1 Bone. It's a another oh. U.S. podcast. Shout out, good, good stuff, man. Um, but man, I, I again, March cannot come soon enough, and I really hope that we get this COVID crap figured out too, and that that doesn't really affect, hey, ha- affect racing even more. Because I'd love to see Montreal come back, and I'd love to see Suzuka back on the calendar. Mm, yeah, and let's not forget that we're going to have two U.S. Grand Prix yeah. next year. Miami, right? Miami. Miami. Hey, you know what? What? Don't you think that we should follow this up subsequently with 
some human interest stuff, you know, the retirement of Kimmy Raikkonen. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can, uh, I mean, we, we, I think we touched on that on the pre- uh, previous episode, but yeah, we did say goodbye to Kimmy. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to the Beyond the Grid interview with <laughs> Kimmy Raikkonen, just do yourself a favor because it just, just highlights what a dude, what an awesome, <laughs> just the most eloquent man. <laughs> A Formula One ever. It's such a good listen. I, I the most the most eloquent monotonal. It's so good. I love it. Cracks you. Like I love so much when people and Kimmy is just the best at this. Where they they're trying to get you to give them the sound bite. They're trying. They're asking the question. Let's state the obvious and see if you what kind of stupid comment can make. And Raikkonen just goes, no, (laughs) like. I don't care. <laughs> it's so Cla- good. Classic. I game. highly recommend going oh, and listening yeah. to it. Um, other great uh, ones. They did one with Fernando Alonso. That's really good to mm-hmm. listen to as well. Uh, Botas had some had a really good one where he he really sums up leaving Mercedes. And mm-hmm. I, I am I am really bummed to see that yeah. to see him go. I've I've been a big fan of him, but I mean. If the last two races weren't an example of really why it's time for Botas to leave Mercedes, I well, mean, even as a big Botas that, fan, that which race I am, to the to the P three at the end of Abu Dhabi, but was, he shouldn't have should, been battling with Ocon to begin with, right? It, you know, it, it should be different, but yeah, that's Kimi. and he that's was him. what P seven, yeah, in Sa- in Saudi Arabia. I mean, I really do wish him the best. I mean, Sauber does have. A storied history of punching above their, yeah, above their weight class and and um, you know, hopefully with this, yeah, Joe, Joe. Oh, the Chinese uh, yeah. driver, yeah. Um, uh, maybe that will, you know, I mean, that's he's going to bring some money behind him as well. And I mean, Alfa Romeo is staying signed on. I don't know if he's and maybe hopefully Botas has really gleaned a lot of that winning well, mentality then, yeah. from Mercedes and can take it to to Alfa Romeo because let's be honest Alfa Romeo does that that name that brand does deserve to be not fighting with Who, Haas whoever whoever comes in <laughs> and with, Williams yeah whoever comes in with a grill ornament like Alfa Romeo you gotta you gotta love them and I mean let's, so let's be honest I mean I know Botas did just buy that black series but I would take a Quattrofolio uh, oh, Stelvio or the Julia Quattrofolio over a, a AMG GT any day. Yeah. Uh, the the other really thing cool thing we got to talk about in in anticipation for March is finally no matter. I mean, it, if Lewis comes back, which I really will, and even if even if for some weird reason Mercedes is not in contention, we're still gonna get to see. Somebody really put it to Hamilton. It's that we're going to see if if the if Georgie Boy is yeah. really Georgie Boy, yeah, Mister Saturday. What Mister Saturday can do when he's up against well, when he's got the kind of Mister Career, yeah. <laughs> Mister Greatest Driver of All Time. Oh gosh, come March, um, and then we'll see the we'll see the Ferrari shootout between Sainz and Leclerc, the the battle for who's number one there. And I really, really think uh, we're going to see a, a fantastic stuff from McLaren next year. This is a cool, interesting thing. 
if you would have said that the only one to finish in 2021 would be McLaren, I wouldn't have believed you. But that's a fun fact that McLaren is the only team to have a one to finish in the entire season of 2021. I had not. Either I forgot it or I didn't realize it. Probably both. So uh, I just wanted to say that uh, thank you to everybody who listened this year. Um, I will I do I will do um, some episodes during the off season. I'd love to do some like technical episodes kind of diving into some of the different things and there'll be updates as to you know when we get uh liveries and because the cars are going to be really different yeah yeah i think they usually they start getting announced in february but i I also think that during the off season we also will get season four of drive to survive so i'll probably do race recaps or episode recaps of that as well isn't barcelona coming up you know, the test, testing at Barcelona, didn't that come up? It's usually winter testing. Yeah. I still think it's January. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's I coming. mean, they're right, they're right back into it. They, I mean, they're off, but they're, they basically right after the holidays, they, they come back because they got to start getting fitted for cars and stuff. Yeah. It's a long process. I mean, those cars are really tailored to the individual. Mm. Um, Like a glove. Like a glove. All right. Well, thank you to you, Dad, for for another awesome time chatting with you. Thanks to to all the folks out there. It's fun. Yeah. Thanks for just being a part of this fun journey with us. And um, we look forward to to the next episode and the next season. Because as they say in Texas, we have a hoot deluxe talking to y'all. Hoot deluxe. There you go. All righty. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.